Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we talk all about whether or not women really enjoy rejecting men. And we also talk about whether we want to text or talk. All that coming up now, so keep listening. Hey, welcome to the Ask Women podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Kristen Carney, here with Marnie Kinris from winggirlmethod.com. And we have from Storyworthy Podcast and Story Smash uh, show at the Improv, Christine Blackburn. Thanks for joining us. I'm excited to be here. So you Thanks, did the show a long, 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 long time ago when we were at Sideshow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Storyworthy, we just celebrated our eighth anniversary. I say our, it's my anniversary. I always say, I, I know, with my other show, I say our, even though it's just my show. Yeah, eight yeah, years collaborating in some way with other people. Yeah, consistently. my guests, exactly, yeah. for sure. And yeah, so we just celebrated eight years and we're up to about 507 episodes. Holy moly. I know. That's crazy. And what are we at? We're at like... I think we're at 254 or something wow. like that. Over, we're halfway. Over halfway 100, I think you're 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 cooking along. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nobody's but, listening, but we're still doing them. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean like in general, as a podcaster, you know, if you do 10 or 20, eh, you know, I'm glad. Good for you. I'm glad you did that. Right. It depends on what you're... But if you stuck with is. it... Yeah, but it depends on what your goal is, of course. Some are just, you know, some podcasts are just a 10-part series or something like that. But if you're trying to do, like, an ongoing thing, once you get to 100, I think you're that's, legit. that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I think, that's I a think whole so, lot. too. We did a big celebration for our 100th episode. Yeah. yeah. I we mean, both like, just stared at each other. Yeah, we just said, yay. But Boom. you know what else <laughs> I'm thinking now is I might be thinking about, like, how 100 shows to syndication. Right. That sort of thing. No, but at With that sitcoms. point, you're in the groove. You know what you're doing. I mean, the, the thing is, is that we probably lost a little bit of, of our format of our show. We're not as regimented, I guess. Um, but I think that Kristen and I have a nice flow with each other. Oh, you do? And that started at about episode 25, and it's consistently just gotten better. Well, you're really good. You were just kissing, and I thought that was... Yeah. So you're close. Well, I was actually, yeah. I was... Um, uh, we're very out, but I... <laughs> For you, I just had to take it down a notch because it's guests are here. And I didn't yeah, want to yeah, weird. exactly. Just be appropriate. Come on, <laughs> this is this is a PG show. Uh, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna uh, discuss a topic that somebody wrote into me. So they wrote, "Dear Marnie, do a podcast on why women text and don't answer their phone today when a lot of men have trouble communicating with women this way. Also, do a podcast on whether women enjoy rejecting men. So let's talk about the first part. Yeah, first." Um, why do women text and not answer their... Actually, before we get into this, I, I do want a little bit of a background yeah. on you because last yeah. time you were on our show, which is like three years ago. At Sideshow. Yeah, yeah you were right, you were single yeah. and dating. Are you... Are you what, what, what are you doing now? Who well, are you? You, you? you know, I I I have been uh, divorced for about six years and, and now I'm actually with... Uh, yeah, I'm with somebody who I've known since I was 19... Really? Yes, but we've never lived in the same state, and he just moved here. Okay, he retired. And have you always been attracted and into him, or is this yeah, something? Yeah, but that's it's been new? an on-off thing because we've never lived in the same state. Okay, so now he lives here, and we're going to see how this works. And how long has this been going on for? Two weeks. 
Really? And how is it working? <laughs> it's good. You know, this is honeymoon phase, really, you know, right? in a way. So is this long distance still? Because he said state, not city. Uh, no, he li- he moved in with me. Oh, wow. So he's moved in. So this has been something you've been two, discussing. Two weeks. Right. Wow. So you've been having an on again, on and off a long relationship. distance relationship for a while, on and off and long distance. How, what's a while? Well, I, uh, the last six years. Okay, six years. We reconnected. We didn't see each other for about 15 years because I was, I was here in Los Angeles. He was in Colorado. Okay. And then when, um, you know, uh, he retired from a teaching position. Yeah. And he can move here now. Okay. But have you always liked him? I have always liked him. How did it happen? <laughs> He's very calm and very peaceful and very talented. He's a guitar player, singer-songwriter. Okay. I met him at 19 years old. Check this out, 1985. Yeah. My brother was working in Winter Park, Colorado at a ski shop. And I went out to visit my brother. And this guy was and this guy was working in the ski shop. Interesting. Okay. And you just That's fell for it. him. Yeah. Okay. But then we both but got he, married twice. We both right. got divorced twice. And so how did you reconnect? Facebook. Like everybody does. Hello. Yeah. Okay. No, truly. Yeah. Isn't it funny? And then you went out to Colorado. He came here. What happened? You guys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you're so good. Marnie's so good. She's just like, right. She's she like probed. She probed. so good. You are. What's the word? Probes. Yeah, probes. He came to Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. And that, then that was did you know that that was going, like, was there a buildup over Facebook? There was a buildup over Facebook. Uh, m- maybe. Not too, too much. But we were texting, which is interesting that this the, the person wrote in and asked this question. Because I think now basically everybody texts. texts. But I hear what she's saying. Men do have oh, to no, be sort of... Men writing in this question. Right. But, but it seems like men do have a harder time communicating in general. And if... So texting for them is a different skill set. Right. So there is a learning curve for them. So, yeah... It's, um, well, the question is, why do women not want to get on the phone? I don't why think do they anybody not answer the phone? Does anybody, anybody want to get on the phone? I, I don't. barely listen to a voicemail. Yeah. I actually, yesterday, I on my phone, I had four voicemails that have been sitting there for like two weeks. And I'm like, I'm not listening to the, but now they're transcribing, which is right. great. And but then there's words missing. So I who's transcribing these? The, the, the phone does it. Phone. So if you see that it <laughs> says, if you see that it's like the dentist confirming your appointment, just delete because you, you got it. You right, exactly. So it, that's yeah, there's, kind of no, there's there's no purpose. Yeah, but I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to talk on the phone and I don't want to listen to messages. Let's just like you guys said, it's weird. It takes me about two weeks to get up and get up the energy to go. Oh, okay, I gotta listen to this voicemail. Yeah. So would you say that if a okay, what, what if a man were to call you? Would you not? And you were into him? Would you not answer the phone? It depends. Probably not the first time. Depends on what. It goes back to like those old games, doesn't it? Like who calls who first and how long do you have to wait? And, you know, I like you, but I don't want to let you know too fast. And, you know, if, if I, you know, you're going to think I'm desperate or so there's all those head games that go on. But yeah, I would, I would listen to the message first. I would not pick up because I'd be like, what is he calling for? Right. right. Like this is creepy. The social etiquette has now changed yes. around the phone and some people are lagging behind. Some people are way far yeah. and, and, advanced. Yeah, like what's a phone. Right. And so I think it's difficult because not everyone's on the same page in terms of how we use the phone. Whereas back in the 90s, 80s, 70s, 60s, you just called people on the phone. But now, so with my boyfriend, he's long distance. We, luckily there's no long distance charges anymore. Right. Um, But 
he he and I have never once called each other without saying, I'm going to call you in yes. a text. Yes, it almost it's, be like a drop-by in the neighborhood. Yes, you don't just drop don't, by somebody's house. Right, go watch Sebastian Maniscalco stand-up bit on YouTube about I love him. ringing the doorbell then versus now before he's like before we'd be like get out the coffee cake like sit down and have coffee now it's like we jumped we get on the floor we're like nobody like, who the hell is no, at our door nobody moved <laughs> it's that. true yeah, it actually is very that. true so but, it's so i think if you're going to call a woman honestly i think the etiquette is becoming which might sound weird a thing where you have to ask permission where you say hey would you do you want to talk on the phone later yes i don't think you just call out of the blue anymore unless it's your mom or your sister or something right like but i want i want to hear more detail about like you said it, it would creep you out if that person called you that you liked you were interested and attracted to so can you dissect that a little bit more what would creep you out about it well just just what just to add on to what kristen's been saying it's just not in the vernacular anymore to 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 do call that. somebody so abruptly, it just seems weird. I mean, I definitely well, weird when he gets negative points for it, or weird because you're like, oh no, I would no, I would never give somebody negative points right off the bat for that. But I'll tell you, if they can't text back and forth with me, I would not be interested. And you know what? You either learn and you keep up with two thousand. You know, we're in two thousand eighteen. You keep up, or I'm nothing personal. And I'm sure there's many people out there who are not technically savvy and people that don't care about sound, that don't care about, right. you know, what texting or calling or phone calls. But, the quality I, of it. But, but it matters to me. So if you can't keep up and text back, I, I just don't know what to tell you. I'm in a different plane. I'm on a different place. I'm in a different place. And I'm sure there are many dating groups in his, uh, community, whether it be in his, his church or his children's schools or whatever, and he can connect with those people that don't want to text. Right. Well, but, eventually they might want to text once they move it off. Well, of they, they can go as slow as they have to, but right. I don't have time. I will say with my boyfriend and being long distance, we have gotten into a, a routine of texting, texting, texting. And so um, we went one, it was like one month or something where we really didn't talk on the phone whatsoever. And it, I mean, we text hours and hours and hours. So we're communicating, but I said, I need, and this is so funny because I hate the phone. And so if I say this, I, I'm serious. And I said, I really need to talk to you on the phone more because it feels like we're more pen pals. Mm -hmm. And I said, I hate talking on the phone, but I need to, because we're long distance, I need to feel more connected. Mm -hmm. And so immediately we just started talking on the phone more and we have, and can you explain why you feel more connected when you're talking on the phone versus like constant back and forth with texting? Well, for me specifically and for him, because he's got a, he used to be a comic and, and a comedy writer. We both tend to be very, 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 very jokey in text, which I love. And that's the banter and all of the things that I promote in terms of texting and dating. But because now it's been, we've been official for about seven months. It's, it, it hit the point where it's like, okay, I don't want, and we've gone beyond jokey in, um, in lots of times in text and in person, but on a daily basis to constantly kind of have a, a band, like a sticky banter back and forth, I needed more than that. And so on the phone, it, we can talk more in depth about certain things that I would feel weird talking about in text because in text, you, even though I think him and I are really like masters of, te of text and masters of nuance and picking up nuance, even, even for us, nuance can be missed in text. So yeah. there's more nuance and things that are more serious or things that I want to bring up that I don't really know how to broach in a text that, you know, would be easier to talk about in, in person. Yeah, so, it's more yeah, personal. It's more personal. And you have an agreement. 
Yeah. And you can hear each other's voices. And, you know, sometimes I think, um, I think this is for more serious relationships and not just like the early dating, but, um, people's, you know, people's things can get, get misconstrued in text. Whereas if you're talking over the phone, you can hear the sound of the person's voice, you can feel their energy more. And those things are really important in terms of communication mm -hmm. because all of a sudden if you're texting and it's not falling it's falling on the wrong vibe or it's like, landing. well, that can still happen with verbal communication as well. Totally. Absolutely. But I think this is one step up from the texting. Yeah. You know. And it depends on where you are. If you're driving, I'll call my sister. You know what I mean? When I'm right. driving, it's definitely, you know. Yeah. And usually when we are on the phone, we are driving. Yeah. So that's another aspect of it, you know? Yeah, definitely. All right. Good. How about you, Marnie? Do you like the phone? I do. I definitely <laughs> like the phone. And I will say that when my husband is away, like I even just like you know, breathing into the phone with each other. He doesn't have to actually say anything on the other Aww. end. Or I don't have to say anything. I just like that we're sharing that You moment. hang up. No, you hang Together. up. Together. No, you hang up. Yeah. It's, it's you hang up. Yeah. I, I no, really? Hang up. <laughs> not fucking kidding. Hang up. I sigh a lot just in regular life. And sometimes when I'm on the phone, I forget that I sigh. And I don't sigh out of stress. When I was in college, my roommate, Katie, used to be like, are you mad at me? I would just like, because I'd be laying in bed and I'd just be like, and I'm like, no, I just like sighing. But I find on the phone, I'm sighing and I'm not realizing it. And he's like, you're sighing. Oh. Is everything okay? I'm like, yes, I swear. I just, just breathing. I just breathing. And so and now I really have a cute voice, Kristen. So I could oh. see why he'd want to talk to you. Really? Oh, thanks. You have a really cute voice. Thank you. So I don't think that women actively avoid the phone. I don't think that they're trying to. I think that it's just quite uncomfortable for people to be on the phone until they get to that certain level where they want further connection. Yeah. That's what's so happening right now. We're just disconnecting ourselves as much as possible and it takes more time. Would you appreciate if a man called? It depends on the man. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, George if, a man, if he called this afternoon, I'll answer. I sound the fuck. Go fuck himself. Um, but <laughs> do you, like somebody that you enjoy, that you like, that you're attracted to, yeah, even yeah, though yeah. it might creep you out. Oh, no. You're, I'll you're definitely, happy he's called yeah, versus yeah, yeah. texting. Um, if it's too early and I'm not prepared, I could, if I was super into him and he still called and I was like not in the zone and not ready for him calling, I'd be like, uh, I'm not going to answer. But yeah. would you text back or would yeah, you call I'd be like, back? Oh, sorry. I'm on the, I'll, you know, let, I'll give you a call in 20 minutes, but it's like, I almost need the and mental prep. Yeah. If I said I'd be was, nervous, I'd be super nervous. Yeah. And the, it's like, we, because we're like, we're, we're basically text warriors and we're like social media warriors in the fact that we can be ourselves on there and we're comfortable and like we're safe in, an, in our own space. And the minute someone calls, all of a sudden you have to drop that that wall that you've put up yeah. using all these different ways of communication without actually communicating. And so I think it scares people a little bit in this day and age. Well, I remember when I was younger and we didn't have texting and people would call my house because there was no cell phone to call. So it wasn't like personally going to me directly. I would, I would look at my parents and go, I'm sleeping. Like yeah. if, oh, yeah. if I didn't want to be on oh, the phone. Yeah. yeah. And Definitely. like all my friends thought I had like narcolepsy or something <laughs> because I was like constantly asleep and then I would miss, like, I just didn't, I just didn't feel like talking at that moment. And people would have to, you know. Do you multitask when somebody, if somebody calls you, you have to talk, you know, if it's, you know, your sister, yeah. your mom or something. Do you multitask at the same time? Yeah. What do you do when you're on the phone? Everything. Eat an apple. Everything. It's the George Costanza thing. Yeah. Eat an apple. Everything. Yeah. That's, that is my problem that I'm trying to adjust. I'm trying to actually focus on who I'm talking to in that moment, but I am constantly multitasking. It's good if you're driving in that, yeah. you know, and you're on the speakerphone. You then a you little can concentrate pretty well. Because, yeah. yeah, you do have to look at the road. Yeah. yeah. But at home, I tend to clean. 
<laughs> yeah, I can eat or I'm cooking or something and I'm trying yeah. to also entertain myself while doing that activity. So that's yeah. why I do have a phone call. Yeah. But it means that I'm also not fully paying attention to whatever yeah. There was a I'm meme. Doing. There was a meme that I saw. A meme, Marnie, is one of those things where it's like I know this one. This one I know. <laughs> so there's a meme uh, the other day of this guy who was like, "You do the weirdest shit on the phone," and it's true. Like, so he was. I don't know what he was doing, but he was sitting there like playing with a broom and like <laughs> you know petting a you know petting a rock. Like That's it's a just good like, bit. That's you, a good bit. You do do the weirdest stuff when you're on the phone. You don't even realize it because it's uncomfortable. You'll be like laying with your feet up and you're like twirling your toes and you know itching your armpit. It's just it's weird, but it's almost like a nervous energy. I think a lot of people are nervous on the phone where we have to be doing something different. Like last night when I was on the phone with my boyfriend, we were having kind of an intense conversation and I have a blanket with so much fuzz. So oh, the fuzz is the gone, fuzz I'm is gone. sure. <laughs> I do have a defuzzer though. Why, does, oh, why did men date us at all? I mean, just, I don't know. Trust me, everybody listening terrifying. to this show is wondering the exact same we thing. We are so weird. Okay, so go on to the next question, which is, do a podcast on whether women enjoy rejection. Do I sound weird to you? Like, sort of? No. You're a little loud. I'm going to turn you down. Oh, now I'm loud. Interesting. Well, because you were so low, I'm like, overcompensating. Marnie, scream. Um, okay, so do women enjoy rejecting men? Do you, there's actually this article that somebody sent me that I'm going to read for our next podcast. Um, but it's it's kind of along those same lines of do do women enjoy rejecting men? I don't whatsoever. It's so no, awkward. that is a, so that, yeah, that is the opposite of my life. That is have been the opposite, and I've dated a lot in my life. I've been married it doesn't a couple make of you times feel good afterwards. Really, like rejected feel somebody, or I, I didn't no. want them. Well, of course, there's a little ego involved when you're like, I'm not the rejected and the rejectee. Of course, that feels a little fine, but it's not like, I mean, unless you're looking, unless there's some evil bitches out there, which I'm sure there are, right. no one's doing it for the sports. I don't no think anybody, okay, I take that back. There are some people who definitely enjoy that process, especially if they have things going on in their own lives where they're rejected constantly and they may like giving that to somebody else. That's like a, yeah, you know, like here's my thing. turn. It's my turn to turn somebody down. I don't, I, I know that the people that I talk to do not enjoy rejecting. It's, it's honestly, it's, it feels like you're a boss and you're the one in charge of firing people. That's not a fun position unless yeah. you're some egomaniac, psychopath, sociopath. No one really, really wants to do it. No one likes it. Yeah. That's why I think, I, I mean, I don't know, but I would guess that the people in that position are getting paid a lot more. That's a terrible job. That's not a fun yeah. thing to do. And I know like I get messages occasionally because I don't have my relationship status online. Like I don't have in a relationship. Blah, blah. No, me neither. So I get messages occasionally like drinks tomorrow or hey, how are you? I'd love to chat with you. Or oh, I listen to your podcast. I think you're the coolest. I'd love to take you out sometime. And I, I hate having to say, sorry, I have a boyfriend. It's so uncomfortable because I, I feel like I sound like so full of myself. Oh, sorry, I've got a boyfriend. Like, I, I, I hate it so badly. I understand. And I the, feel the same only way. reason I do it is because then I'm afraid I'll be a bitch if I just leave it hanging and then they're like, oh, she didn't even respond to me. Mm -hmm. But that's like, well, the response is not going to be great. So I find zero pleasure in it. Yeah, it's terrible. I, I, exactly what you said. I feel the exact same way. I don't, I don't like saying those things. Oh, now I'm too quiet. Okay. I don't like saying those things no. directly. Rejection is not fun. Whether or not you think of it as actual rejection, it's not in Because you're letting enjoyable. somebody down. Yeah. And Except so I think a lot of women tend to... Be people pleasers. Avoid. Well, we're people pleasers and we don't want... We want everybody to like us. Yeah. We don't want to come across as a bitch. And, you know, women can't be strong and powerful and assertive. Then we're bitchy and we're whiny and you just get so mad. 
And I hate when people say that because I don't feel like that. And I just want to say, no, thank you. So I'm trying to like raise my daughter to say, no, thank you. Just say, no, thank you. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. That's the word. That's what my niece says. No, thank you. <laughs> if you do anything, no, thank you. Oh my God, it's such a cute. Well, it's such a perfect ending because what is somebody going to come back at you and say? Wait, what do you mean? No, thank you. Well, actually, well, they, some people will. Strange on them, though. Some people but, will. That, but then that's, but that's honestly, reaffirming though, why you don't want to be with them. I will say, though, if a girl is polite and rejects you, uh, there's moments where, yes, maybe I'm, there's, I think, moments where Marnie would say, you know, you can continue trying, you know, work hard to get who you want and what you want. But like, there's this one guy who's now written me several times and he said, hey, love to take you out for drinks. And I said, sorry, I have a boyfriend. And then he wrote back, oh, will you still follow me back anyway? I think if something doesn't work out, you could always, you know, hit me up. And so I just, okay, uh uh-huh. And I didn't follow him back. And then he sent me another message and he's like, hey, when are you going to follow me? And I'm... uh, See, that's the third, that's too much. It's like, dude, dude. And then that's not that I get pleasure out of rejecting him, but like, that's when I'm like, all right. You just ignore it then. And I did ignore it. But that's when I want to go, listen, I didn't like you to begin with. I don't like you now. And now you're annoying me, you know, and that's not like I would have pleasure, but that's the only time where I start to kind of lose it. But again, I didn't say that. I just left it alone. Yeah, I actually agree with that. There's a certain point where you're like, not that you're enjoying telling somebody very clearly, but it's when you get to that frustration point where you're like, stop contacting yeah. me. I've had somebody who, um, there are places apparently, don't search for it if you're listening to this, but where my my phone number is out there tied to my business and I, I don't, well, I'm saying this. And I'm so surprised you use your own number. There's apps where you I can, don't. You can disguise your number. I know I should, but but for registering for certain things to set up my business, I think that uh, that's where they're finding it. Anyway, right, yeah. so some... I have people texting me and I'm like, oh, you know what? This is my personal phone number. Uh, please email here. And they do that. And they say, oh, sorry to bug you. But this one person keeps contacting me and I keep saying, okay, sorry. This. And now today he's like, well, I don't understand why you don't want to talk to me. And oh I my said, gosh. And I wrote him. I'm, I forget exactly what I wrote. You block phone numbers. I have blocked okay. the phone number. And I said, I've asked you repeatedly to contact me in a professional manner through my website and through my support team please do not contact me again. I don't want to ask again. And I, I mean, I don't, that for me, that's harsh. And then you blocked him. Right. And you yes. feel harsh and you don't want to get to that point where yeah. you get pushed. Yes. Yes. So I think that, I think really listening to those, the thing is we are, we are subtle in our communication, but our, our, we men have to look for that subtle communication. Right. Right. And if you need clarification, just say, does this mean that you don't want me to call you? Ask for that clarification. Right. And then that woman will say, yes, that's it is, what I'm It is hard say. when when you're a woman, either you're, when you say no thank you, they can no, continue pushing or you say, or you get more stern and then you're a bitch. So right. it's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. It's a really yes. hard thing. And we've talked on the show before about women being afraid to reject a guy because of his reaction. Right. And I, I mean... It I happens know, all know, the time. But we got to change that. I mean, we have to change that. Like right. if, if picture, if you have a daughter, what would you tell her? And then that's what we do with each other. We tell each other that and we re- reaffirm it. Exactly. We can't just, we can't just say, well, that's just the way we are. We can't be that way. We have to be able to say, no, thank you. And if you've got a problem with that, get out. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'll punch you in the penis and we'll be done. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. we're going to take a quick break. But basically what we're saying is that women do not enjoy rejecting men. No. They, in fact, it's quite the opposite. We detest We'll be back in a moment. You guys know the movie Groundhog's Day, right? Where it feels like the same day over and over and over again. Well, that's probably what it feels like when you're flipping through profiles when you're online dating, right? 
like you've seen the same profile again and again and again and again. She's not just one of those profiles. You're also probably one of those profiles. And no one loves to live the same day over and over and over again because it's boring. So make your profile interesting, enticing, alluring, clever, something that she's never seen before. And I promise you, the amount of times you get swiped on left will go down drastically. So if you want more matches, stop wasting time, stop living in Groundhog's Day and having the same experience on a dating app day in and day out. So go to kristenandchill.com if you want help with your banter. Of course, I'm there for that. But I'm also here to make you look your best, sound your best, and appear your best. So you can start getting those matches and getting on to dates. If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly, and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty and you'll find out all about it. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, we are back. <laughs> um, okay, so again, we are sitting in a fort, like last time, just to be completely transparent. But this is a better fort. This is a better fort, although it keeps falling apart. But we will find It's not a better... stable fort. Not a stable fort. Okay, now I'm going to move my hand while I'm trying to do the computer. I don't know how to do this. Okay, so we are going to read some questions from our listeners. And if you want to write in questions, write them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. That me scratching the roof. Yeah, I think so. That's funny. Getting <laughs> couch cushions involved. I know. Seriously, when next oh, time yeah. we'll tape things. I know this. Yeah. This is our we're, second. We're still week figuring of us, it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, hey, Marnie and Kristen and guest. First off, I want to say that I love your show. Distilling the underlying meanings of what your guests say is no easy task, but I always find you very poignant. In a recent episode, you were talking about how women basically want a nice man with an edge. I think most people have heard the sentence, he's a nice guy, but, and the frustration on the guy's end that might accompany that. I don't have a question about it, but I want to try to dissect what this means in a way that's understandable for everyone. At the end of the day, what we have is a powerful man who can get his needs met, can dominate others, but chooses to be nice and pro-social instead. I think the people trying to emulate this nice part are forgetting the choice aspect of this, since that is what communicates the confidence. The difference lies in someone who can get what he wants, but chooses to ask for it in a playful way, and someone who believes he can't get what he wants and is being nice as a means to an end, almost like a trick. 
One is nice because it's the nice thing to do, while the other is nice because it's the only thing he can do. You'd see the same lack of choice power in someone trying to be a bad boy. I could uh, go on, but I'll cut it off there. Ultimately, I'd say try to be your best self and enjoy the process. Anyway, keep it up with the podcast, ladies. Uh, We could use more positive female influences like you. P.S. I usually listen on Stitcher, but your feed hasn't been updating for the past few months. Maybe you could check on that. I have checked on it. Now it is connecting properly. We just have to give them our, our new feed. Um, when we just switched over to Libsyn, I didn't realize that it didn't do that automatically. But it is back up on Stitcher for anybody uh, that likes to listen to our show there. So I wanted to hear... That's an insane letter. I can't believe... I know that we weren't somebody on Stitcher. How took, horrible. <laughs> somebody took the time to write that. We get a lot of very thoughtful letters. That is yes. very kind. Oh my God. The people who listen to this show yeah, are amazing. Really great Amazing letter. men. There's like 2% crazies, but like 98%. That was a great Absolutely letter. awesome men. So I want to hear what you think about it because I think that that topic of power of choice and the difference between being nice and not really being nice and using niceness as a tool to potentially get what you want as opposed to really being... Okay, I want to hear what you thought. niceness wrong. Yeah. I've gotten that. I do not get what I want, but I'm very nice. Well, you just start at least. Well, then you're not that you're, you're doing exactly what he's talking about. You're using it as a tactic. I think, I'm not using it as a tactic. I'm using it because I'm nice. Oh, well, <laughs> but yeah, you're talking about a really manip- manipulative person, I think, and somebody who probably is a narcissist. Well, it possibly or somebody who doesn't feel like they have a choice, and that's what they they the the, the default character they choose to present because they think it may get them what they want. It's not uh, narcissistic. It it may be. It's a confidence thing. Well, no, but 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 if it is, if he's doing it, like you're saying, in a manipulative way, I mean, if he's just, an, uh, you know, knows that you have to have certain social graces to get fo- forward in life, we all do that. I yes. Mean, look how nice I'm being to you guys right now. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we got you under a blanket. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, there is certain just regular kindness. Like, I am kind to the mailman. I am kind to the person at the grocery store. And so, and is that to get what I want? Yes, but also it's just because I, yeah, I get my mail and get my groceries, but also I know I'm going to be back there and I want to have a nice rapport. But also they're they're, normal. Also, it's you want to uh, not be always and you don't want to be a negative. You don't want to be a negative experience for somebody. So, yeah, like when I go to the grocery store, I'm very nice to the checkout people because they're cashiers. Of course, they're probably not just 100 percent satisfied in their life. I don't want to make it any worse. So I'm going to be nice. And so I'm going to be nice because I want them to feel good, but not because I want anything out of it, but right. it's, but I, I'm, I'm going out of my way to be nice in a way where I, it's weird. There was an episode of Friends um, that was, it was like the whole episode was based around Phoebe trying to find out if there is such oh, a Oh, without thing being selfish, to do a kind act without selfish, being selfish. Yeah, an unselfish good deed. And it's really hard because when I am nice to the grocery store person, it makes me feel good about myself. And I'm like, oh, I'm a good person. I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice woman. I'm a, I'm yeah, a so it's yeah. for you. So it's for me in a way, but it's not to get something. It's not like well, this is a little bit different. Discount. What, yeah. he, what he's talking about. Because so what he's talking about, though, is somebody who is setting out to get somebody, as it were, which that whole word is gross, you know, to get you. I mean, how do you even know we're going to, we're, we're going to be, you know, how do you even know you're going to like me or that we're going to click? So if you're just trying to get me because you want to get in bed with me or something and you're using niceness for that, then you're as evil as Trump. I mean, that's evil. And that, I think, comes and happens a lot with narcissists because that's what they do because they just want the power. A hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. But I think for a lot of guys who 
I work with or who listen to this show who use niceness, it's not as manipulative as you think. I think that 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 what you're talking about is like displaying false niceness and that can switch on a dime if something yeah. doesn't go their way. This this is a guy who is out there being really nice all the time and being kind and doing the right things and calling and not playing any games and putting, you know, quotations for like the games they they feel people are playing and their go-to behavior is being kind and nice and a little subservient and maybe not expressing their opinion. Um, it's just it's being a bit of a wallflower. Yeah. And it, it, it comes from a lack of confidence being that because way. Because they think if they're not nice, then they're, they're not going to be liked. Yeah. So oh, I, I, I always say when women label men as nice, what they're really saying is men are wimpy. These men are wimpy. You're, 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 or you're not enough for me. You're not enough of a man for me. You're not assertive enough. It's because it, guys are very put off because they say women don't want to date a nice guy. They don't want to be with a nice guy. Nice guys finish last. That That's where yeah, his interpretation is coming from. I think you just have to be confident in yourself and not try to please somebody else. You Here's, have to just say, this is what I do. On Saturdays, I golf. That's what I do. Would you like to come? No? Okay, maybe we're that's not That's a perfect example. Yes, just like that. It's perfect. Example. Okay, yeah. I'm going, you know, I like to go to the movies every Thursday where they have this thing and I'm going there. That's what I'm doing. What are you up to? You know, that's it. Mm-hmm. So if they have that kind of confidence is what women want, just yeah. like decisiveness. It's the, it's the, oh, fuck, you're so right in terms of like, it's the wishy-washiness that if you say like, well, oh, what, what do you want to do? What do you want to oh, do for dinner? I don't know. We could, we could go out. Well, no, I know we could, but I mean, what do you want to do? Well, I mean, you know, we could go to this place or, well, do you want it's to do that? It's funny how, how nice, how nice kind of got all tangled up with being discern being decisive and decisive yeah yeah it has not, they have they're totally yeah. not mutually excuse, exclusive like or or i mean i don't know did i say that right you can be nice and, and they decisive. are mutually they exclusive. are mutually mutually excuse, exclusive yeah i can't speak today but you just because you make decisions and you know where you want to go and you know what you want out of life doesn't mean you're not nice yeah i will say something interesting i am noticing a lot lately and i have done this in my past but i think i'm noticing it a lot more now when my husband and I do get into arguments, I'll say, just be nice. Just be nice. I'll repeat it several times. Just be, you say it too? I used to say it. Just be nice to me. Just be nice. Mm-hmm. And that, so I, so when you used to say that, what, what did that mean for you? What it meant, it meant be reasonable and be on my, like try to get on the same page with me. Yeah. Instead of being against me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of like fighting against me, just be yeah. nice. Just like, let's just get back to that place where we're working on this together. Yeah. Like, let's drop any sort of aggressiveness, abrasiveness. And yeah. Just be nice. But it doesn't mean you have to agree with me. It means just. It doesn't be, mean don't be. It doesn't mean be wimpy. Right. And give in to me and do whatever I want to do. Right. It means be kind in this situation instead of being an asshole. Yes. Yeah. If you're in a relationship, I think a good idea, maybe, to, to, you know, with, with your partner is to say, you know, do you want me to make this decision? So if you say, what do you, just ask me what I want to do for dinner, Christian. What do you want to do for dinner? Do you want me to make the decision for yeah. real? Yes. Okay, great. We're going to go to Palermo's. Perfect. Something like that. Perfect. Right. I would date. That is so weird to say Palermo's. <laughs> Why? Because it, it, where I'm from, that's my ex-boyfriend's absolute favorite pizza place is Palermo's. And like. Is that it, what it is for you? That's just so weird. Out of all What's the words, his name? say that. Yeah, I don't want to get into Come that. on in. Uh, no, this is my pizza place in Los Feliz. Oh, there's oh, there's one in Los Feliz. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. well, it's a one of a one of a kind. It's been there for probably thirty years. Right, right. Well, maybe not. Well, it's not one of a kind. Oh, you well, no, it's too. not one of a kind. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's get to the next question. Okay, I have a two part question about a brief introduction. I tend to get the 
Oh, wait, did I just say this? <laughs> did I just, what? what? No. <laughs> wait. Hey. Did I just totally here? screw this up? Okay, tell me if I just read this. I have a two-part question about a brief introduction. I tend to get that you're a really great guy, but fill in the blank. Okay, never mind. I didn't read this. Uh, you're a really great guy, but fill in the blank. I'd still like to be friends more often than not, specifically with the last girl I was talking to and seeing. She said that she did not have time for dating because she's independent and focused on her, her career and what changes she may make down the road. Bullshit. Here's my two-part question. Why is it girls and guys, too, will use the your great butt line? It feels so disingenuous and makes it appear you are using little kid gloves to an adult. We've talked we about might, this. We I think we just when I went with the when I was at Kroll of that show. Did we? Yeah. Okay. And then the other question was: Is it ever appropriate to ask a girl or guy about a brief period of time if the reason she or yes, he gave just, yeah. uh, for breaking things off was a legitimate reason? I happen to really like this girl, so it's a bummer she broke talking off. I think you can always go back and ask people. They may not give you answers. I, I think we did cover this one, but I just want to say it, for yeah. the, okay. So yes, I, I think that. You have to be prepared if you're asking for it. Don't get butt hurt with actual honesty. Absolutely. Or if she doesn't respond. If she doesn't respond, then it's not going to happen. But I think it, I think that if you really want to find answers for things to figure out where you may be going wrong, I think you can always ask. But also also for men, I mean, look, if she's saying, I, you know, I really like you as a friend or I think you're a great guy, but, and she's doing that, then you know what? Maybe she ain't you're, into you. you're, she's not into you, first of all, but also maybe your expectations are off. You know, like maybe I don't, I hate to use the term date in your league, but at the same time, look around and date somebody who might be more appropriate for you. I'm not, I don't mean just mean physically what you look like, but like, what do you want? Do you want a girl who's super career driven and super busy and doesn't have time to talk? Cause that's what she does. Is that what you want? Apparently you want somebody that does have some Or she's time. using it as an excuse. Right. Yeah, I know she could be, but I'm just saying, so if that's the case, even if it's an excuse yeah, or not, not is that what you want? Yeah. yeah you're, you're not, not match. Match. Move on. Yeah, exactly. On. I agree. Okay. Last question. Hello, ladies. I'm a 23-year-old and from the UK. I recently stumbled across your podcast when I was looking for some advice when it comes to women. I'm not sure if you have had anything similar. Um, I still have so many more uh, to listen to and I plan to listen to everyone. So around six months ago, I became single and it was a pretty rough breakup uh, that eventually involved her cheating, but that's the past. I do get approached by women on nights out and via social media, but I am just simply not attracted to them. But I can talk to them fine and have conversations. The problem comes when I find a girl that I do find attractive. It is as if I become a different person and my brain turns to jelly. I can't get a conversation started or even approach most of the time. My picture is below. You can see he's super cute. He's cute, right? Hotty, hot, um, hot. I don't think I'm that unattractive. I will add a little photo in. Please be as brutal as you want. Like, he's super cute. Super cute. There in the boot of his car. And stylish. Like, sexy. Uh, any help would be greatly appreciated. Keep up with the podcast. You're doing great wonders, Mitchell. Okay, so number one, we think you're cute, Mitchell. Uh, and number two, let's comment on what he was saying before. How come he can be super confident with women that he's not attracted to? And then when he is attracted to somebody, he's not. It's the same reason as if, you know, if you're playing, not that we're doing this and I, I mean, I can't relate. It's a bad example. But if you're playing like you're, you're alone and you're throwing some shots at the basket, you know, you're going to make your shots more. But the minute you get in your head because your friends show up and you're playing a game of, you know, whatever, yeah. then you're like, it's higher pressure. and you just choke. So you just need to do whatever it is you can do to get out of your head, which is, you know, like yeah. Marnie Mitchell, said, you know, Mitchell needs some, um, he needs some hobbies. 
and he needs to get involved in other things and just become a more confident person and let people approach you. You know what I mean? And instead of going after people all the time, just work on himself. It, the breakup was what, six months ago? Yeah, Mitchell, give yourself a year. Come on. You know, just work on yourself. Yeah, yeah, Be definitely. Confident. But I, I mean, I've no, experienced I that when when I'm in around people that intimidate me, I immediately, like you said, my brain turns to jelly. I don't know what to say. All of a sudden, I lose my personality. But it's been getting better. And it's... And what's been helping you get better? I think age. And I think learning to not give a fuck. And I've been listening to the book, because I don't read books, uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's that kind of stuff of... Of when you give fucks about things, that's when things don't work out. The minute you, I mean, you still want to give fucks about certain things. No, but, but all the things that you were saying is exactly what Christine said about like doing things, yeah. keeping yourself preoccupied, learning more, being uh, collecting more tactics. Do. Exactly. Yeah. But it's really at the very core, we, it's really just like not giving a shit about yeah. anything and, and learning how to do that. So I think going out, doing activities, yeah. uh, joining groups, but then, signing up for classes, but also yeah. researching on uh, like little tools and skills that you can acquire. And when you care. start feel when you start having that feeling, you know, in a moment where you're nervous, you feel pressure, maybe you're sweating, address that in your head. Like, oh, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's going on right now is my anxiousness. And I know it's my anxiousness. And I also know that they're just a regular person like I am. And they went to the bathroom this morning too. You yeah. know, we all put our pants on here. Yeah. So let's just breathe through it and address the what's going on. And so that you can isolate that. And so then when you don't feel like that, you know, you can, oh, look at that. I don't and also, that. you know, I, I to flip it, flip it a little bit. He's a very attractive guy. So it does give you a little bit of a leg up. She yeah. might be intimidated by you. Yeah. yeah. She might be uncomfortable. So. Mitchell, if you're around, we could go. Some get to do some ten pin bowling. Yeah, we that guy from Colorado, fish and chips. Screw him. You know, Two weeks. Whatever. Come on, he's yeah. out of there. Cup of tea. <laughs> some alcohol in it. All right, we are done with you, Mitchell. I hope that that gives you some excellent advice of of things that you can do to boost your confidence around around people that you find attractive and may create some discomfort for you. Thank you so much for being on our show. We're going to wrap it up here. Um, but tell people how they can listen to your podcast. Oh, please. Yeah. Sto- that Kristen's been on. I think I've been on it. Yeah, well. you've both been on storyworthypodcast.com. Head over there. Super fun. And also Story Smash, uh, storysmashshow.com. That's my game show we play every month. Which is super improv. fun. Kristen, you're so good at that. Thank you for you're having me. Excellent storyteller. You really are. That's when I thrive. It really, that's like my zone. Boom. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I enjoy it. Are you saying... <laughs> well, she just did. Oh, I want you to come back on Storyworthy. If I will, I'll be. I'll, yeah, I'll be around. Yes. And just one more thing. I have a one-woman show coming up in August. Wow. Yes, I do. August fourth and fifth at the Lyric Theater here in Los Angeles in Silver Lake, and it's called Surviving the Ride. Amazing. And uh, look for Good that. Christine dot com. Yeah. Mine. Mine would be called Dying on the Ride, but I'm, I'll still. <laughs> but you're here, so you are surviving. Yeah, yeah. Day by day. <laughs> day, by day, day by day. If you want to send in questions to uh, be answered and overanalyzed by us and our guests, send them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. New episodes of the Ask Women Podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. And I announce it on Friday right in the morning so that people can download. If there is another platform that our show is not available on anymore, well, I guess you wouldn't know because you're not listening, but <laughs> request it. And I uh, will submit the feed to them so that you you can listen. We don't want to deny this information to anybody. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Spotify. Are, we're not. Yeah, we're on. We're on Spotify yeah. as well. I, yeah, we, we were. We should be. Oh, okay, cool. Again, if you if you don't find us somewhere and you want us somewhere, please let us know and we'll try to put Except that. your bedroom. We exactly. Be there. I mean, maybe. Just through speakers. Just through speakers. Exactly. <laughs> Some people, that's all they need. <laughs> um, you guys are awesome. We will see you next week. 